of Revelation chapter 15. Who shall not fear the Lord? And glorify thy name, for thou only art true. Look at this. For all nations, America, all nations shall come and worship before thee. For thy judgments are made I've got several other readings for you. You worry about that leader in North Korea, China, Russia. I'm giving you a word of prophecy from the word of God. There will be a time when they will come and worship the Lord our God. Get that fixed in your mind. I'd like you to turn to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 15, and verse 3. I developed a message on the song of Moses years ago, never had a picture. Revelation 15, 3, Jeremiah. I wrote that down now. I put that on the Revelation 15, 3, and that's my word. Let me read you this, and it is from the book of Jeremiah. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy words. Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways. Now, King of saints. Yes. The king of saints. This is Jeremiah 10, 7. Who would not fear thee, O king of nations? There it is again. Who would not fear thee, O king of nations? For to thee does it what? Opportunity. For as much as among all wise of the nations, there it is again, and, and all of our kingdom. There is none, what? There is none, one, like you. No matter what nation, no matter what people, no matter who they are. I'll finish this reading for right now. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, begin reading with verse. For at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth. You hear this devil and even things other beings. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Would you raise your hands and ask God to anoint me with you? Thank you, you may be seated. Have you ever seen such chaos in your life? Now, let me give you a little opportunity here. 
I give those every now and then. I believe that we are living in a time when possibly the church could be raptured, the man is can be revealed, and this whole earth will come under three and a half years of peace under the Lord of God. I've preached to you for years. Everything is going to have to fall apart. Come undone. You remember me preaching that? Everything's got to blow up because that antichrist, that word antichrist doesn't mean against God, it means the instead of God. For him to come on the world scene and be able to take every tribe, every tongue, every people. Remember in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38, we have Cubans and Cubans, and you have all of these cities and nations. And he said, and all the islands of the sea. Everybody that he doesn't mention is covered in that statement, Isles of the Sea. We are all under the same condemnation, the same punishment, the same judgment. When that man of sin is revealed according to the book of Revelation, he's not only going to cause crops to prosper for the rich. I read yesterday where Forbes said the two richest men in the world are Buffett, he's worth 95 billion, can you imagine? And Bill Gates, 87 billion. But there has come the time when the only way those men can prosper will be under the Antichrist. The Antichrist will cause Christ to prosper. He's going to bring such peace on this earth that for 42 months, three and one half years, he's going to bring peace on this earth. You hear me? I have preached to you. Hopefully you've heard me. I'm not surprised that America, Russia, China, wherever else you want to mention, I'm not surprised they're blowing up. You did the picture that when I read all the nations. That doesn't mean everybody but America. I don't care what's going to get on some church. It's a lie. That's the truth. That's the truth. We're in the time of the end. Thank God. And I want to preach to you here this morning about who's the center of all this. Not Putin. Not Trump. You hear me? Get it fixed in your mind and in your heart. Not any other man. When you read the book of Revelation, and a lot of people have issues, they say, I don't read it because I don't understand it. The reason you don't understand it, you're trying to figure out motive. We're trying to figure out purpose. But if you will go to the very first chapter of the book of Revelation, you will find that that is a revelation of Jesus Christ. And if you can't explain the trumpets and the bowls and the angels, get through the eyes and get through the mind of Jesus Christ. Because he is the center 
of every generation. All you've got to do is be dismantled, familiar with the Word of God, and you'll find that Jesus will eventually come to this earth, plant His feet on this earth, and make a declaration. The earth is mine, and the fullness thereof. Nothing's left out. The earth is mine. What a lot of people don't realize is that everybody that's on this earth are squatters on God's property. God said, I'm going to make a new heaven and a new earth where in this world will ever like this is to I'm preaching to you this morning that there is still to come. Don't worry about it. Don't fret about it. There is still to come. Then every Every, every, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. They may blaspheme in the day. And I'm going to tell you what. When he takes full charge of everything. What the world doesn't realize is that the devil is the prince and the power of the earth. On the days of creation, Everything that God made, it said it was good. Read it in your first chapter of the book of Genesis. With the exception of the firmament. When he made the firmament, he never called it good. That's the same thing as ever. And anything that God is in charge of, God's not going to call it good. The devil is the prince and the power of the enemy. The Lord said, Fear not. Talking to his children, fear not, little flock. I never leave you. I never forsake you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. You say, Preacher, why are you bring that up? Because the Word of God tells us this thing will get so bad that men's hearts will fall into fear. And I've heard of people that have to take. Nerve pills right now. When all the time God said, Peace I give unto you, a peace that the world can't give and the world can't take it away. You know, people are actually going to psychiatrists because they're not able to deal with something in their lives or something in the world. All nations, all people, every need, every time. Because Christ is in trouble. He sits at the right hand of the majesty on high. He's not giving that place to another. He is the Lord of Lords. Here comes the truth. All of this has got to happen. I believe that Jesus will come before all of you. Recommend for us. I'm not a mid-tree post-trip. I'm picture. We live within the twinkling of an eye. They say that's the twentieth part of a second. We live within the twinkling of an eye of the unfading of Jesus Christ. When He comes, He will come in power. When He comes, He will come in glory. You and I have already felt the power of God, right? It is the power that worketh in us. 
He's not talking about when he comes that he's coming in some kind of a power for the saints. He's coming in power against all the powers of the devil. We already know what the glory of God is like. Of course, this is measure, both the power and the But when he comes, that blasphemy, that lie, that mass murder, whoever he is, over whatever nation he is, he is going to meet face to face the glory of God. This man Christ Jesus is wonderful. When man sins, he doesn't know what to do. Christ is the only one for anybody to be able to save anyone. He had to be all the Father. And there's no man that can meet that. Whoever could bring us back into a relationship with the Father had to be one with the Father. That's one of us. God so loved the world that he gave his son. And when Jesus came, he's the only one with power that can take the hand of God because in Christ there was no sin. He can take the hand of the sinner and he can put our hands together. We can be born of God. How many of you are saved today? Wave your hand. Let me know you're alive. I'm saved. Come on, you just want to see me from maybe not the way you might. I'm saved that I know that I am. I'm saved that I know that I am. Sing it with me. I'm saved. I'm saved that I am. I'm saved. I'm saved that I am. When the devil comes around and says, you know what you did yesterday, if you were a Christian, you wouldn't have done it. God's not going to receive you one of them. David, after all of his sin, he said, God, you know my frame, I'm blessed. And the frame would come to David with all that David had done and having a child by that people. Having you ride a kid on the front lines of battle. But David said, Lord, take not thy spirit from me. Who said that to Take not thy spirit. Take not thy joy. Take not thy salvation. David was a man after God's own heart. And God loved him so much. Jesus don't you let the devil beat you down. Don't you let him drag you down. We all know that Jesus is the King of the ages. He said, I am from everlasting to everlasting. There's nobody like me. Before Abraham was, I am. I'm like Melchizedek. I have no beginning of days. I have no ending of days. He's the king of ages. But I read to you where there are two other readings in the word of God. 
about his kingship. He's the king of nations. He's the king of saints. So it doesn't matter. If you are with the seeking of worship, if you are a child of God, you will worship God. If you're a child of the nations, and there are nations that do not know God, He is your King also. He will come to you. He's going to be unveiled. He's going to be the King. He's going to be the Lord. And every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. God desires to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. If you try to worship in spirit, but not in truth, you're alive. If you try to worship in truth, but not in spirit, you're confused. God said, I look for such as would worship me in spirit and in truth. I can tell you how far is the church right here. How far we are from that. He said, when you come into my presence, you come before me. You come before me, friends. I can show you where you come before me soon. We have to come in here like glorified cheerleaders, play these instruments, sing these songs, try to get somebody excited about God. We should never do that. We should never have to do that. We come into His presence. There is no God like the God that we serve. I want to tell Mr. Trump, man, there will be a day when your $10 billion will get you nothing in the presence of him that owns it all. And you will bow. And you will confess. I would like to tell the Supreme Court, there's none of you, and you form this nation. You have forced us into killing 60 million babies. You're nine people. You can't be fired. Even the government, you're not being voted in except by the Senate. You may think you're something. But I'd like to tell you, Mr. and Mrs. Supreme Court Justice, I've heard the one. I have in my life the very one. That he only has the right to rule. He only has the right to reign. And every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess that this Jesus is Lord. The Bible says God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. What do you want? A car? And you think this is something? If Christ is not in you, you are a reprobate. If Christ does not live and reign in your life, you are a reprobate. I know I'm preaching the same thing. You don't want to know about me. I think we as the church of Jesus Christ should live in excitement, joy, happiness. Why? Every one of us needs joy. Let's go ahead and have a good time of school. Let's go ahead and have a Listen, I had to sit at one night, 
that's in that place. That's where he couldn't see the truth. The Bible says you didn't even see that. You can look at you've got it perfectly clean. That's why around here, everything that we use is just 99.9% of all the germs and bacteria. Every place that you go in this place, that lady right on there, every day that she comes in, she likes crown mold, goose mold, she likes wall with that bacteria killing plants. Some Christians need to turn that light. God said, examine yourself whether you be in the faith. That little light is not. Now, one of these are just bigger. But go through your percentages. Slip it in that Bible on my mind. Go back there and you put that light in and you'll find it. You'll try to be totally dark. And say, well, some people are walking in darkness. So dark now. And any kind of light will show up what's on the inside of you. Show up what's on the inside. I want to make my message. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm going. There is no fear of our God. In the Psalms, chapter 86 and verse 9, all nations and lawsuits whom thou hast placed shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. The phone calls between them to show up and worship to you. They did not ask Jesus on the cross. Hello? They did not invite him to be a part of their conversation. In this sense, God is a genius. He didn't go to that end. But there will come a time when he will take complete charge. He said, All nations shall come and worship. Let me say this again. That's not true of the nation today. This nation is America. We're so self-centered. If you don't do what we want you to do, we'll take your window. We'll take your car All because you didn't do it my way. You didn't do it the way I wanted it done. Well, let me give you a little bit of information. God's not going to do it your way either. All that I'm trying to show you is that he's Lord. That he's master. That he's overall. The rich, the poor. Jesus said the money's going to carry with him. I just read that Jesus got a lot of money. He didn't give God his part of it. He gave God his part of it. He didn't give more. We're all evidently. There is so little knowledge of the God today. You can go to church and hear anything as a matter of fact. Some of the doctrines, some of the isms, some of the faults, some of the practices, they're not only silly, they're sinful. You go to these churches where they use these flashing lights and smoke, you know what they're doing? They're just trying to replicate what went on the mountain when Moses was in the presence of God. They don't have any presence of God, so they're Turn on the lights and put on the smoke. You can find anything that you're looking for in the church. But I preach this. 
the other day, which for me and my house was on the first day. When God wants to light the fire, when God wants to create the smoke, amen, I want to be in that. For the children, if God be in our heaven, we're not going to go in the wrong direction. We're not going to make believe. We're not going to emulate. We're just going to pray and cry and call until He shows up. And He will come. He will appear. In the book of Psalms, chapter 2 and verse 8, the psalmist says, Ask of me, and I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. And hang you with the strength of nations. I will give you the heathen. Hello? I will give you the heathen. That word there is the word nation. Israel. Anything that is not Jehovah God is a false that God said, Go into the world and preach the gospel. I'll give you the heathen. I've got a lot of stories in my mind. I've got a few of the right now. It's in the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, and verse 9. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains. For the earth shall be full of knowledge of the Lord as the water of the ocean. Now, this is the truth of the Lord. The truth is not in the Lord. But the knowledge of the Lord that is so far like it, the things you find in your church, one day is going to cover this earth as the water covers the sea. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Jesus said, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 28, or excuse me, 23 and Behold the day says the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous one as captain of the and king as captain of the and posture, and shall execute judgment and justice in But I don't understand what you're doing. I'm not going to see that part But normally, when I can say that, I don't mean that they were hitting the That parable of breaking one of the seven points of the And if they ever come and break the windows in my house, set my comments on I'll pray that God saves them. Save them. I'll pray that God have mercy on them. He said, Would you get that from when the nailing Jesus to the cross? He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what to do. We read part of it. Turn back to the book of Philippians, chapter 2. This time again, reading verse 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him a name which is above every name. And then you say, Mr. Regency can Can I tell you this? There are people in hell 
that have no knowledge of Jesus Christ as we say. They're in him. But they were going to acknowledge that he wanted to be In other words, they're going to acknowledge Jesus Christ. They don't know him as redeemed. Because if you know him as redeemed, you can discern the deed of God. You know what? I've quoted that how many times. But you know the more significant part of that verse? It's not that there's voices in the air bidding for your attention. The more important thing about that verse is this, and none of them are without significance. Every one of them comes from somewhere. Every one of them has a purpose to affect their lives. Every one of them will either bring glory to God or will make you more a child of the world because you are even more time. I can't splash out of the horses. When it bids for my attention, you can't bid for all the horses that bid for your attention. But Jesus said, My sheep know my voice. And he said, We as Christians, every one of us sang the same thing. This is not the place. You've heard me say so many times about gangs. You know, those things are all true. My granddaughter had a power lifting youth person who came in first. When she went to the World Power Lifting Organization, she set one international record and one American record on top for a second. She only weighs 140 pounds. My grandson, last Sunday this time, had to be in San Antonio because he was the rookie of the year. He was the only soloist in that UCI. He's going to be marching next Sunday Pacific. But who who cares how much weight you can lift? Who cares how talented you are in your music? I can't pause and I can't everything but bless that I might gain the excellency of Jesus Christ. I'm proud of him. I love him. I support him. And if you ever go to putting those things before God, you're going to lose your purpose. You say, I have no other God before me. Your mom and dad is raised and correct. 
I look down. So so we do it himself to us. We will get our hands off of the rest of the things of this world. He may be a scratch smoker, but so what? If God's been living in you, that's not going to get you anywhere. You can maybe even worse. Get around the same as the hospital in the hotel. But so what? What's that going to do with that? We have some good and powerful people in this church. But if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to be pulled down by the weights and the sins that are so easily beset. For the world knows it. For the world knows it. It's not your friend. And no one that is in the world that doesn't know Jesus, they're not your friend. Do you hear me? They are not your friends. I'm looking over here at Rachel Kent. When she graduated from high school, she went to school in Austin to some of her friends. I remember this part of the testimony. They kind of really kind of went, from that one outside, she said, I'm not going to be a part of this. Turn around and come back home. We need to settle this in our minds and hearts. We're not living in a Christian nation. Sad to say that there are all Christians in this nation. Our forefathers founded as a Christian nation. And we've gone so far. 